Hey, this Realm of the Mist podcast is brought to you proudly by the Nurses Guild. Excuse me. What's up, guys? It's Chris Rosali. Welcome back to Breaking the Fourth Wall Weekly. We are going to be missing one of our members, and it's kind of funny that I say members since he's the one that looks like a penis. Um, but unfortunately, he got called into work and had to miss out on us, but that's all right. Money comes first. Speaking of money coming first, Mr. Don Smith. What's happening, man? It's, it's it's been a productive day up until like the last ten minutes. And just shot it all to crap. Thanks for having me on. It's been good. Hey, have a great night. <laughs> Welcome to Realm of the Mist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'll stick around. I'll, I'll stick around for a minute. I guess. What the hell? <laughs> and the bitch better have my money, Mister Colin Washburn. <laughs> hey, hey, man. How's it going? <laughs> and last but not There's least, a significant delay this evening. I've no- I've noticed that a little bit. And, uh, you know, last but certainly, she'll let you know that your money's on the dress. Miss Serenity Stone. I have money for the dresser? <laughs> <laughs> oh, how's everyone doing tonight? All right. And we're going to go ahead and jump right on into it. There's not going to be any... Uh, uh, What's your effing deal today, obviously, because Chris Rudder will not be able to be a part of the show uh, this week. Uh, hopefully, he'll be returning next week. But, all right, do not fret. We're still going to have some fun and some laughs. And we're going to start it off, as we always do, with Don and the News Buffet. All right. Hey, welcome to the News Buffet. It's another week. It's another another time for, for some wonderful, wonderful news here on the News Buffet. Uh, I'm not even going to tell you why it's the News Buffet today, because you should already know if you're listening. This is why, <laughs> because this is what I do. And we're just going to dive right into it, because sometimes you got to get to the buffet before the snotty kid gets his COVID all over the shit. Uh, police <laughs> are looking for a man they say pooped in an empty box before sealing it back up and placing it on a shelf at a Michigan mire. According to the Van Buren Township Police Department, the incident occurred around uh, around at the Meyer. I think somebody was a little drunk when they wrote this. The incident occurred around at the Meyer store located 9701 Bellevue Road at 3.50 p.m. on October 1st. So in the middle of the day, it was still there was still daylight out, and the man's pooping in the mire. Uh, police posted security footage, <laughs> of course they did, of the bizarre incident to their Facebook page, but took it down at the request of Meyer officials who cited their corporate policy as a reason, according to the Detroit Free Press. The man also stole something before he left. Uh, Wait a minute. Said, uh, before Wait. he left the parking 
lot in a light-colored Ford Escape. He stole the toilet paper, I'm thinking. Wait a minute. The police department actually has a written policy, or not the police department, a story, a written policy about people shitting their boxes. <laughs> and this is in Michigan. Colin, what were you doing that day? It's Meyer. It's, it's Meyer. Of course they have that policy. <laughs> I would be shocked if Meyer did. It's like Walmart has one of uh, peeing in the display case. Well, I live in Michigan. I have one of crapping in a box. Absolutely. Yeah, I live in Michigan, but I didn't have any involvement in this one. But I would have held the camera. That'd have been pretty fun. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I don't even think he had. I don't even think he had a camera guy. They released the security footage, so <laughs> it didn't have the sound of him drunkenly giggling as he's crapping in a box and resealing it. it sounds like that footage wasn't very secure, was it? <laughs> Hopefully, the box was. What was the box like? What See, was I'm he just, shitting in? Like. Something had to be in the box. It wasn't just an empty box, was it? Shit. The shit was <laughs> in the bathroom. It was for new Japanese wallless, mirrorless, whatever. Right. Sort of <laughs> See, I, I think it's a general statement on Western civilization that, you know, the Meyer stores, they all they sell is shit anyway. So let, he was trying to make a little money. <laughs> He was donating to the cause. Right. He was actually their stock boy. I love people who donate to the cause. Right. So I kind of support him. And, you know, maybe a defamation of character. Defecation. Defecation of character. Of character, yes. Please, dear God, tell me he put it into the seasonal aisle so that way people could buy a Yule. Right or poopery? Poopery. There you go. Oh my I, I I think, yeah, I, I think it's just it's kind of polite. I mean, most people in Meyer and Walmart just crap on the floor. At least, <laughs> at least he put it in a box and sealed it. <laughs> I think he was trying to improve the quality of their product. <laughs> right, looks good. Needs to be a little more brown. Just just a scotch. Um, just a scotch more brown on those. Juice. It's all organic. I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna go on record and say that Meyer, Michigan, is never going to sponsor us after this show. <laughs> oh, definitely not. We do not want the Meyer store in Van Buren, Michigan, to to or Van Buren Township to sponsor us because they sell shit. <laughs> and they would Literally. pay us peanuts. <laughs> right. And then they posted on their YouTube. Now, that was pretty corny, Chris. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought it was a pretty good joke, but it, thought it was a good joke, but it came out pretty runny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you'll have that. You'll have that. It's hot for a moment, though. Uh, it's, <laughs> we're going with a theme on. We're going with a theme on the news buffet today. It's official. Every time residents of Danbury, Connecticut, flush, they will be sending their special deliveries to the John Oliver Memorial Sewer Plant. <laughs> uh, the city council voted 18 to 1 Thursday night to rename the sewage plant after the comedian who began a tongue-in-cheek battle with Danbury when he went out went on an expletive-filled rant against the city on the HBO's uh, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver back in August. Uh, Mayor Mark Boughton uh, didn't waste any time responding on social media. He posted a video of himself at the sewage plant saying the city was going to name it after Oliver. 
Why, the Republican mayor said, because it's full of crap just like you, John. Uh, that drew a delighted response from John Oliver, Oliver, but he went off against the city again because Bolton later said he was just joking. Uh, Oliver upped the stakes on August 30th. Uh, on the August 30th show by offering to donate $55,000 to local charities if Danbury actually followed through with renaming the plant. So there you go. Dumbass. The John Oliver Memorial Sewage Plant. I, you know what? I, I'm going to call fake news on this one just simply because they called John Oliver a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have to say, I, I do have to say he's a lot funnier than that guy that does The Daily Show now. What the hell's his name? Samantha B. I would much rather <laughs> uh, the dude. <laughs> Ritter? Yeah, the, the Daily Show ain't worth a crap anymore. I can't think of his... See, that's how funny he is. I can't think of his damn name. At least I know who John Oliver is. Dude, I've got I've got shoes that are older than the last time Saturday Night Live was funny. So I get what you're talking about. Right? Yeah. Well, I, w I will say Bill Burr was on over the weekend, and he did a sketch about uh, John Adams' seasonal beer. Or Sam Adams. Sam Adams' beer that was funny as hell. John Adams is the is the uh, Meyer, yeah. Michigan should, version. John, John Adams should have a beer. It would probably taste like something you get in a box at Meyer. I'm thinking about Saturday Night Live now. All I can think about is cowbell. <laughs> More cowbell. That's uh, that's about the last time it was funny too. <laughs> yeah. It was it was funny for a brief period once I remember, but it's 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 been a while. It's been a it's been a long time. Oh, yeah, Steve Martin years. That was classic. Yeah, that's <laughs> definitely a long time ago. Uh, just in time for Halloween, a new case report detailed the harrowing reason for an Australian woman's persistent headache, tapeworm larva. Uh, physicians at the American Journal of uh, Tropical Medicine and Hygiene detailed the woman's case, with, uh, believed to be the first autochthonous case, whatever the hell that means, or wow. local acquired case. Why didn't they just say that? They need to sound smart. Uh, uh, smart. Of neurocysticerosis, uh, a parasite, a parasitic disease that occurs after one accidentally ingests uh, a tapeworm, pork tapeworm eggs. Uh, humans become infected after consuming undercooked food, particularly pork or water contaminated with tapeworm eggs or through poor hygiene practices, uh, according to the World Health Organization. But what do they know? Or sauces. Uh, the woman or, or who, was, who was not identified in the case report had never traveled overseas at the time she was diagnosed. So it's, it's a homegrown tapeworm. Or, or, or you get it from uh, eating sausages from uh, strange cardboard boxes that are resealed. <laughs> yeah, don't, buy the, don't buy the weird runny sausage at Meyer. Oh, uh, the woman suffered headaches two to three times a month from the time she was 18, and the headaches were often accompanied by a visual aura, uh, per the case report. Uh, Painkillers would usually provide her relief, but her headache described in the case report was persistent, leading her to seek medical attention. Uh, subsequent <laughs> MRI can reveal the doctors what doctors first thought was a brain abscess or a tumor. Uh, it was actually a cyst full of tapeworm tapeworm larvae. Oh, oh my god, that's gross! I th I love Let's the fact that painkillers. That was a much less disgusting story. You know what? I, I oh. I'm I'm loving the painkillers gave her a little bit of relief. Sure, get the tapeworm stone. They'll be fine. <laughs> right, exactly. How the fuck do you get tapeworms in the brain? Don't they usually sit?
intestines so they can actually eat the nourishment of the food? <laughs> well, clearly, clearly somebody porked her brain out. Oh, <laughs> were trying to get smarter. They were trying to learn something. Jesus, not right, from that right. woman. They were just at school. Or maybe they're mind control tapeworms. Well, no, maybe she ingested the water through her nose. That could be, yeah. yeah. Um, you could have a plot for this. Yeah. Hey, totally, movie the plot. of the tapeworms. Hey, you, you never know. I just saw, I just saw uh, today a friend of mine sent me a picture through Facebook Messenger. Uh, a real life picture, not just like a meme or something, but like you know, they took a picture themselves of Aquafina water in a can. Lovely, lovely. Why not? You know that that that's some spaceball shit right there, Perry Air. You know? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. For sure. Good. Oh, uh, let's 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 see what else we got here. We we have more. Let's let's try to get away from disgusting things, shall we? No. Jesus. <laughs> Hotel will go into meditation, into mediation or meditation. Fuck it, they're just going to meditate over this whole thing. We'll move on to another story. We'll be back when they're done. A Thai Island <laughs> oh. hotel will go into mediation with an American guest who faces up to five years in jail after it filed criminal complaint against him over negative online reviews. What the case? Well, yes. <laughs> The case involving the Seaview Kochang Hotel and American teacher Wesley Barnes has drawn new scrutiny to Thailand's criminal defamation and computer crimes laws, uh, which rights activists say are far, are, are far too harsh. Uh, the Seaview no. Kochang said in an email that mediation has been set for October 8th with Barnes, who works in Thailand, so it's already happened. He's, he's been sentenced to death over saying, this place sucks, the bathroom was dirty. Uh, Are you joking? Like he was really <laughs> sentenced to death? No, that's a joke. That's okay. A joke. I'm, adding, I'm adding to it. Okay. Uh, he was facing up to five years in prison over this. Uh, it seems like the hotel is ready to settle, Barnes said in a message to Reuters. I will meet them next week to hopefully end this case once and for all. It will be wonderful to have this behind us and him in prison. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Seaview Kochang had filed a complaint in August after Barnes posted what the hotel described as false and defamatory uh, uh, reviews on TripAdvisor and Google after a row over a uh, $16 corkage fee. Oh, for God's sake, Google always po posts false things. You can't get upset over that. <laughs> oh, the, the Seaview Kochang can. And they're suing the hell out of this American Karen. Well, let, yeah, let's put it this way. Karens pay close. can be dangerous to constantly bitch about the manager. <laughs> Leave it to exactly. an American. Every now and then, just let the $16 corkage fee go. And I don't even... What is the corkage fee? <laughs> Shoving that shit back up their ass? I don't know. See, nobody can answer that. I mean, it, yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like something you pay extra for from a prostitute. But let, let me, I don't even know if I want to Google this. <laughs> Come on, there you are. We're going to learn something here. <laughs> We're going to learn something here on the, uh, what, 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 what the fuck are we, the news buffet. A corkage fee is a fee that restaurants charge customers who bring their own wine to a restaurant. The restaurant might charge a corkage fee to help cover your service, lost revenue from not selling your own wine or selling their own wine and risk of patrons breaking your wine glasses. So the, it was a $16 fee because they were too cheap to buy wine at the frickin' hotel. 
No, in Utah, you cannot buy wine at a restaurant. You have to bring it yourself. Really? Unless you have a license. Yeah. What's oh, the Mormons. Never mind. I got it. In Michigan, it's totally different where you have to buy, purchase the alcohol in the establishment. Right, you right. You can't. Yeah, bring that's it how it is here. Did it's I illegal. just hear the ice cream truck go by? My family no, you just heard the more you know. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't do that here. You'll get a fine if you try to bring your own stuff. We'll have to call the cops and say, no, you're not allowed to do that. Yeah, but well, yeah, five years of fucking prison? Well, that that was for the complaint. <laughs> dude, dude, I'm telling you, like... It has nothing to do with bringing the wine. The, bringing the wine was okay. It was the $16 corkage fee that got them all upset. They wrote a review, and that review could land them up to five years in prison. So came uncorked. Exactly, exactly. That is a... Uh, Warning to all uncorked Karens. That, that sounds like they're going to cork you one way or the other. <laughs> oh, yeah. Somebody's definitely getting corked. <laughs> corked or uncorked. Depends how you look at it. Only no. if they get sentenced to it five years. either way. <laughs> well, cork, no, them. cork them. They, they, in, in a Thai prison. In a Thai that prison, they be. may get uncorked, but they're definitely, definitely getting refilled. <laughs> you got to be corking me, man. Well, uh, speaking of getting corked, I don't know what this has to do with it, but I'm going to move on. Uh, a Texas Longhorn bull named Cowboy Tough Checks is now a Guinness World Record holder thanks to his 8.6 foot span of horns. Uh, Cowboy Tough Checks, originally bred by Bob Loomis in Overbrook, Oklahoma, before being purchased in 2017 by Richard and Jean Phillip of Fayetteville, uh, had his horns officially measured at the Texas Longhorn Breeders Association annual horn showcase and declared a Guinness World Record holder. The bovine was issued a certificate for the longest horn spread in, in a living bull. Uh, the Phillips said, Cowboy Tough Checks. I, what a stupid-ass name. Uh, horn spread was already so wide when they purchased him that they had to buy a special trailer just to make sure he would fit. Uh, they, said, <laughs> they said the bull's popularity has led to a spike in requests for tours of their ranch. They want to see if Cowboy They want to see if the cowboy's horny. That apparently is. Yeah. A lot of people want to see them horns. I don't know. I don't know if I'd be intimidated by a bull with an 8.6-foot uh, horn span because he wouldn't be able to stab you with one of them. <laughs> what, what would these people do if it was in Spain and there was, like, the running of the bulls or something? Like, this, this you know, I like, guess is it bull thumb? <laughs> it would just level everybody. I mean, do they get in the way like somebody's got way too long of fingernails or something? It would happen. It would have to. That would that would happen in the running yeah. of the bulls every time it tries to go down the street. It gets stuck on two buildings. Right. Maybe taking scraping cars down on either side. I'm glad people don't have horns like that. I'd be like bonking my horn, like oh, I'm sorry, man, I got hung up on my horn. You know, eight foot span. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the problem is this. The problem is this. Uh, this this bulls in in Texas. You said right, or is that just the name of the the yeah. bull? In Texas, you know, there's some asshole with a Cadillac right now. It's a Texas Longhorn bull. It's actually, uh, I believe, in Oklahoma. Either way, there's an asshole with a white Cadillac. Checks, as in check material. C H E X. You know, there's an asshole with a white Cadillac right now eyeing them motherfuckers up for the front hood. (laughs) 
You bet. Boss Hog. He's probably got a bid on <laughs> He's probably already made an offer. As soon as the thing croaks. Like, oh, I want them horns. I'll give you 10 grand or some shit. <laughs> yeah, how much for your bullhorn? <laughs> You're kind of horny. want them horns. You hook me up. Yep, and I got to say, I'm looking at a picture of this bull. Got a hell of a set of balls, too. Just just so, just so, throwing it out there. You hear that, Colorado? Once that dude in Oklahoma yeah, buys the horns, you guys can get some oysters. <laughs> there you go. I'm digging it. Yeah, these, no, these, no. Are just, these wouldn't just be oysters. I mean, these no. would be some, yeah, these would be like some of the big Italian meatballs you get at the restaurant. I had a restaurant that had really nice big ones that I used to take dates to and order them as an appetizer. You're talking yeah. about meatballs, right? Nope. No, she really? she'll eat Rocky yeah. Mountain oysters. Okay. I won't, but she will. <laughs> Chris, you've been there with me before, haven't you? Yeah, and I refused because uh, I believe my quote was, you turn around and ask me if I wanted to try some Rocky Mountain oysters. I said, no, thank you. I know what they are. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, no, no. Granity, you remember. breakfast is I don't know. Better. But you remember <laughs> when I worked at the bar, I had to cook the Rocky Mountain oysters. Ugh. And that was the most gut-wrenching thing to have to make. And I, I never did. Did you have to that. tenderize? Come on, that that had to be the worst thing ever. Yeah. Pounding that fucker flat. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, it was weird, man. Weird. Do they look like I think they look, or are they like peeled? Do they have the skin peeled off already? I don't want to talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're bringing back bad memories of, of bull testicles for Colin. So I apologize. I apologize. I I brought up the eight point six foot horn spread testicles. Well, for for All Serenity right, and every female out there, hopefully we'll get them. For every like these brown things, and they look like meatballs, but they don't like bust apart like meatballs when you bite into one. They're they're kind of like uh like tough. Like almost, I don't know, like a small egg, I guess you would say, and then and you tenderize them with this little hammer thingy, and it is the 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 most strangest thing you've ever done if you're a guy, um, because you just know that they're attached to an animal at one point, and it's it's just weird. The whole thing is just weird. For for serenity and every female listening to the show right now, uh, just to give you a visual, Colin, Don, and myself are all sitting cross-legged right now during this conversation. <laughs> I'm cool because I'm I'm not a fool and nobody's eating my balls. <laughs> nobody's taking my horns for their hood of their car either. There ain't nobody gonna smack them with a hammer. <laughs> a little hammer, he said. Lily hammer. That's in uh, the the uh, frickin' Europe somewhere. Sweden, isn't it? Something oh, like that. Yeah, something like that. Netherlands or Netherlands. I knew anyway, I knew it was one of them. <laughs> and, yeah. Over there, a CNN reporter's on-camera confrontation is going viral after he was recorded chasing off an aggressive raccoon outside the White House. Uh, Joe Johns was preparing to deliver a report outside the White House when he was caught on video turning around to yell at an approaching raccoon. Uh, Johns is seen throwing what appears to be a bag at the animal. Uh, Frickin' raccoons, man. God, again, this is the second time. Jesus, it always comes around when I'm about to go on TV. Yeah, John says in the footage. <laughs> <laughs> the incident was not the first confrontation between the media media and raccoons at the White House. Uh, CBS News White House correspondent Paula Reed tweeted September 28th that a raccoon had, quote, attacked multiple news crews. <laughs> it stood up Trump, on hind yeah. ends. 
It's Trump a Trump supporter. Anti-media raccoons now. What is going on? Man? They stand up. They stand up on hind ends, put their cute little uh, front paws up, and just go fake news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, the weird thing is they have orange hair. It's weird. It's the weirdest, weirdest looking raccoons you'd ever see. Uh, apparently, that's a big problem at the White House now. Is raccoons? It's not shocking to me. There have been rodents in there for years. <laughs> we keep voting new ones in. It's like every four years, another fucking rodent. But here well, we if, if it's that raccoon from the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, I could understand why he's pretty nuts. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Well, I'd actually vote for that one. <laughs> Just don't show up that with a metal arm. It's a little crazy, but he acts like he has more sense than some of the ones I've seen lately going into office. Well, that's possible. He probably would have voted on a stimulus by now. That yeah, he probably would have because he because he's he's crazy like that. He'd just be throwing crap around. <laughs> it's a raccoon, like, not a monkey. Like literally, like literally. What's that? It's a raccoon, not a monkey. Oh, raccoons throw their crap. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all I'm gonna all I'm gonna say to CNN is if you don't want to be attacked, raccoons, just remember raccoons always go for the garbage. <laughs> that is true. That's why they're around the White House right now, uh, <laughs> chasing away the media. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why. Yeah, kind of like a fly landing on Pence. <laughs> did you see that meme? Uh, I, did you see that meme I shared? Speak, speaking of, did you what see that meme? That? Did you see that meme? Done on the flying, you see that it's got the flies got uh, Joe Biden's uh, head sniffing. <laughs> oh, yeah, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I did see oh that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I couldn't help but stare the past is obdurate. Stephen King wrote in his book about a man who goes back in time to prevent the Kennedy assassination, it doesn't want to be changed. Turns out King may have been on to something. Countless science fiction tales have explored the paradox of what would happen if you went back in time and did something in the past that endangered the future. Uh, perhaps one of the most famous pop culture examples is Back to the Future, when Marty McFly goes back in time and accidentally uh, stops his parents from meeting, putting his own existence in jeopardy. But maybe McFly wasn't in all that much danger after all. According to a new paper from the researchers at the University of Queensland, even if time travel were possible... The paradox couldn't actually exist. So weird okay. that they would know that. Researchers ran the numbers, ran the numbers, and determined. <laughs> I ran the numbers. What numbers? Them. Those numbers. I, researchers ran the numbers and determined that if you made a change in the past, the timeline would essentially self-correct, ensuring that whatever happened to send you back in time would still happen. <sighs> well, this is what we were on these days. They pay these people. I just, I just want to go on record. They pay these people. Forget forget the cold, the flu, uh, fucking COVID. They pay these people to figure out whether or not there will be a time paradox or not in time travel. That doesn't exist. In a thing that doesn't actually exist, yes. They're, 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 <laughs> they're, they're, they're making sure that there's no danger to a thing that is not. Brilliant. Brilliant. Dude, we got to become researchers. We got to become researchers. We could, we could, yeah, we could, we could, we could talk about things that don't exist, like a good ending for fucking Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, 
ran the, I ran the number. Totally fucked. Oh my god. I ran the fucking I will help number. you. I will write that with you, man. That needs to be corrected. <laughs> the fuck? I they pay people the to do I this. Did, I did run the number. Okay, Don, you're directing it. So you, you have no choice. No, it's Serenity with watching. Huh? You have no choice, Don. Serenity you're the director. The new episode. What, what, what am I directing ending? again? Hell yeah, the new ending. Yeah. <laughs> the new season. <laughs> I can make some shit. Yeah, I have no idea what the show Maybe raccoons. You name it. I want to. I want to. Here's how I want it to open. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll leave everything as canon. Literally, Don. literally, it will be in a box sealed back on the shelf. Don, I want everything to remain. I, I want everything to remain canon and the same because we don't need. We don't need to rewrite it. But what I want you to do, oh, there'll be there'll be lots of cannons. What you do, what you do is it's the opening scene. You have Brand the Broken sitting there with the with the uh, with the crown on his head, in his little wheelchair, and you get a close up to his face, and then all of a sudden you see the face and head go flying off from a sword cut straight, you know, decapitation. And when you pan back, it's Jon Snow saying, "Fuck this, that's my crown." <laughs> okay, yeah, I have no idea who they are, but that's exactly what I'll write. There you go. Uh, go with that. What's that? Yeah, All John right. Snow got a bad rap well, in that series, so for him to come back and do that would be awesome. <laughs> I don't even like the show that much, but I would think that. I, I, I feel like I feel like the news buffet has been hijacked by what's your effing deal, <laughs> and, and Rudder's not even here. We're, we're, we're paying homage. We'll do one more. We'll do one more news story to cleanse to cleanse the what's your effing deal out of my segment, and then we'll move on. <laughs> An accommodation booking website is offering weary voters an escape from election stress disorder with the opportunity to, quote, live under a rock for the week of the election. Hotels.com said the November uh, 2nd to 7th stay in the man-made cave 50 feet below ground in New Mexico will be available on its website for first-come, first-served basis uh, at 9 a.m. Friday. The website said the opportunity is perfect for Quote, those who are experiencing election stress disorder it is apparently a real thing. Uh, the five-night stay costs an, an, <laughs> an Abraham and Lincoln-inspired $5 per night. After you cast your ballot, you can check out the newsfeed negativity and check into the man-made cave uh, built 50 feet below ground, the website said. I think there are a lot of people that should take advantage of this. Yeah, hell, the half the people, half the people that are going to go out and vote live under a rock. So I mean, it's a, it's just kind of like them that leaving the motel true. room. That is very true. <laughs> they, <laughs> yep, they come as it's the same voters that come out every four years out from under their rock and say, "Let's vote this time." Dude, Even if Trump don't vote in any of the other elections, it's like you know we have these like every year, sometimes twice. <laughs> you know, it, it, but, it, yeah. these these people that own this hotel that uh, of under the rock. Praying for Trump to get reelected because they will have a boom of people fucking checking in. <laughs> oh my god, that that's horrible. Know. Yeah, it's, it's it's it's. I'd say either either way, either way, there's a lot of people that want to just go back to living under their rock. <laughs> Can we go back to well, the '80s? Why not make people? Yeah. Well, why not just have people take a test if you want to vote? And pass the test in order to vote. Like an and IQ then, test? 
kind of, but just your knowledge and ability to make the right decision and let the people vote who want to vote and these rock people, they won't take the test. Fuck them. Um, you know what? They should teach that in school. I'm actually going to run for, for Congress, and my campaign slogan is now going to be, fuck the rock people. There you go. <laughs> Just don't 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 run in a coal mine area, you know. <laughs> people who work in coal mines, they might Fuck take offense to. Fuck the rock people altogether. <laughs> if you're a rock person, I don't like you and don't want your vote. <laughs> Stay out of Dalton Lick. And it's okay, Chris, because miners can't vote. Oh, come on. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this whole show has been horrible and, but anyway that's the news buffet I know it all tasted like shit but there was plenty of it anyway enjoy the rest of whatever this is going to become oh Thanks my god oh my god no but to, 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 to go off of what Serenity said you're right you know they should teach you know how to pay attention to the issues and make informed uh, you know and informed choice not being based primarily on you know one source of information I mean that's high school that's that along with high school teaching people how to fucking balance a checkbook, change a tire, fucking, you know, fill out a job application, you know, real world world applications as opposed to yeah. trigonometry, yeah. which, you know, if you're going to wind up working at McDonald's the rest of your life, you're not going to need a college, a college prep class. No, there should be bring yeah, back shop be class. class called how not to be a sheeple. They don't even need a college prep class. Half the people of the world, half the people of the world, ain't gonna go to college. So well, yeah. So bring back shop class. Let people learn trades again. <laughs> Home economics. Sew a fucking button. They just need to learn what sheeple are so Home they can avoid being How one. How many kids know what a sewing needle is now? Oh my god. That's I'm telling you. They should teach every kid. Yeah, no doubt. Most kids just buy their clothes or their parents buy their clothes and they throw it away. They use it, throw it away. Well, throw it away. depending on the kids, because some kids are like, oh, I broke this. Fix it. So then I'm the only one in the neighborhood that knows how to sew and I have like a stack of 10 things that I need to fix. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you, you remember back in the day, I remember being, I remember being in middle school and they first introduced like the, uh, the, the shop classes, you get like a couple months in, in woodworking class, you get a couple months in metal class, and regardless of you're male or female, you wound up in home economics. You had to make those fucking nasty-ass muffins, but you learned to do it. <laughs> you know? Hey, my muffins were fucking delicious. <laughs> muffins? Uh, what flavor? Are they blueberry or chocolate chip? I was busy stuffing muffins. Government cheese. I'm from Philly. <laughs> yeah. uh, my muffins were great. Government cheese muffins. I did cookies. I, I grew up in a restaurant, so I already knew how to cook when I came around. I, I ended up taking more shop classes and stuff, not home ec, because I already knew how to cook. Oh, yeah. you got to be well-rounded, and, as, and you, you have to know how to cook, too. You have to know how to survive on your own after you piss your wife off and she leaves. Then that's, that's For the, third the idea, time. is just to be able to with that when when that happens hungry man 101 hungry man 101 <laughs> yeah. microwave a microwave mac and cheese no yeah. they need you know what i'm 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 guilty of the people that cook everything through a microwave okay we need people to actually learn how to make basic meals 
right. Serenity, you know I burn right. water. I, I need more cooking classes. They should have taught more in fucking high school. <laughs> but you know how good of a cook I am. I know how to cook. I know that. I remember the meal you and me made for my mother, and you did most of it because you were like, I'll teach you how to cook, and after 10 minutes you were like, no, just go sit over there. <laughs> I'm like, okay, thanks for helping me get the turkey in the bag. You're done. Yeah. <laughs> how do you catch water? How do you catch fire on washing dishes? I don't know. <laughs> I said it's three fifty. Water to him, dude. That that's not a joke. I I have literally I, I, caught water on fire, and I'll tell you the story. I was fifteen years old, came home from school, and I decided I was hungry and wanted to make some hot dogs. So you know, normally you put on a a pot of water and boil it, and put the hot dogs in to boil the hot dogs. <clears throat> so I filled up a pot of water and I put it on the stove and I turned it on and then I went into the living room to sit and wait to water to boil and i wound up falling asleep i got woken up to the fire alarm here i boiled all the water out of the pot and the pot caught fire <laughs> so i am literally i am literally the only person on the planet who ever burned water <laughs> well, you well, never mix sleep and cooking <laughs> Since then, I am not allowed yeah, in like kitchen. Trying, it's like trying to cook uh, high. It's never a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I had a buddy with his roommate, and the roommate was on all kinds of different stuff all the time. He had a lot of health issues, but but uh, he was always hyped up on something, on some kind of drug. In the chair in the next room, like within like a minute or two. And he did it like 10 times. The freaking house always smelled like popcorn. It was disgusting. <laughs> Burnt popcorn. Yeah, that's nasty. Sounds interesting. Burnt popcorn. I call that date night. <laughs> when I Netflix and chill, I'll put on some popcorn. <laughs> it's like a cologne. <laughs> well, he was a nice guy, and I feel bad now because he's passed away. Um, but... It, I don't know. I guess maybe that was just his thing, is being a wacky guy who would fall asleep when he was making popcorn or something. He was just one of them people. Like, oops, he's a nice dude. He's just absent-minded as hell. Um, well, there's wacky, wacky napping popcorn people. <laughs> was it only popcorn yeah, that he did that yeah, on? Like, if he knows him as Paulson, uh, as Polly Paul. Like, if um, he was if he was so, making you know, an egg or something, he was fine, but it was always popcorn no, that would knock him asleep? things with a pizza and an oven, too. Uh, okay. So. It was it was the sound of the pop <laughs> soothing to it. Bless me. Yeah. I'm now smelling burnt popcorn. popcorn smell that stuck in the house the worst. Yeah. <laughs> and you had to get those little charcoal things, the little charcoal things to absorb the smell. And my friend had them hanging all over the house after that. It was horrid. Oh. I've never thought of burnt popcorn as horrid, but okay. <laughs> well, how else am I gonna get the smell of that fucking? If, if uh... That's all you smell. Yeah, nasty. How else am I going to get the smell of that fucking box from Michigan out? I think out? they parted ways as roommates because of something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't, don't shop at Meyer, and don't buy your shit at Meyer. <laughs> maybe the popcorn box. Yeah, yeah. Oh lord, God, yeah, maybe that's it. I, I just love the fact going back on that 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 uh, that that news okay. article. I love the fact he resealed the box. 
Like he didn't just do the flip over or anything well, yeah, else. He was taping it shut. <laughs> he was hoping somebody would take that home okay. with him. Yeah, somebody's going to buy it. Somebody was going to buy it and take it home. What is this shit? He was, that, he will, was, that will ruin. So he was setting up some Karen. That would yeah. ruin the uh, the new appliance smell, wouldn't it? You know, <laughs> we all do it. You get a new book or you get a new video game system or a new DVD player. You're just like, ah, you know, the plastic or whatever that's in it. You're just like, ah, it smells good. Imagine the dude who opened that <laughs> box. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love the new sp- <laughs> <laughs> smells like well, leftovers. I mean, what, what type of a product was it? I mean, maybe he, maybe his ex-wife was going to buy that particular product, so he was crapping in the top box, so that way maybe she'd get it. <laughs> yeah, he followed her around from store to store, and anything that he looked that she looked what was on her list, he would like sneak and get her list, and anything she was going to buy, he would shit in that box and put it back up there. That is some that's sphincter a, that's control. Yeah, but that's some sphincter control, that dude. Is. Once I start, I don't stop. There ain't no cutting the fucking, you know, cut cutting it mid mid stroke and fucking walking over to the next uh, item. <laughs> He was very gentle with it, so it did this nice little curly cue swirl. So he oh, definitely yeah, like had don't, some control. Like no, no, ice cream don't do that. Don't, don't ruin fucking Dairy Queen for me again. I've already had a child do that. Don't do it. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, enough of this silliness. Let's get into after hours. The following is an important message from the Nurses Guild of Florida. We know COVID has many scared. Many of our seniors are even afraid to go to the doctors. Just the thought of being exposed to all the people in the waiting room, in addition to the doctor's staff, is a risk many don't want to take right now. However, putting off health care makes most conditions worse. The Nurses Guild has the solution. One that exposes you to just one person. Call your doctor's office and have them order a nursing assessment from the Nurses Guild. We are a five-star Medicare home health agency. Your registered nurse in full PPE will perform a full head-to-toe assessment, vital signs and medication review, pulse oximetry, even an EKG if needed. Lab work and x-rays can also be done at home. Our registered nurse will discuss all of this strictly and directly with your doctor and get you results. All of our nurses and home health aides are fully screened, supervised, and COVID tested. Call the Nurses Guild today to arrange your home health visit at 954-596-9806 in Broward County and 561-826-8937 in Palm Beach County. Remember, health care put off is health care too late. Stay safe during the pandemic. Wear a mask and insist those around you wear a mask. Wash your hands frequently and stay home as much as possible. <laughs> Seven. You're welcome. All right, I'm going to go get a drink. Countdown and, and I'll be back. Well, we're already starting. But all right, go get your drink. While he's getting his drink, I'll say welcome to After Hours, where we're talking, where people are still trying to ruin fucking soft serve ice cream for me, like my daughter didn't do it enough during diaper training. <laughs> I, I, I chocolate. Still eat the vanilla, or is that some other store? No, 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 no. My my name isn't Epstein. <laughs> None of that. 
Oh, good Lord. But no, I mean... I, I wasn't talking about... No, I, I was not cool. talking about... No. Good Lord. But I mean... I do a guacamole every day. That's definitely baby poop right there. <laughs> did you go back to work? You're not talking about the pictures I sent to Berlin, did you? No. Yeah, I'm working. Yeah, last time last time we talked yeah, about working, it. Working, working with guacamole every day. <laughs> is this after hours yet? It's after hours. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> it is. Oh, we started. Right. We started. Uh, and this Someone's one I'm going to pass Someone's off. Uh, this one I'm going to pass off to Serenity because she's going to bring up the uh, topic of conversation. Yup, you said you were going to well, do it. Um, <laughs> no, I said we should do it. But um, we will. You'll start it. I just to say R.I.P. Yes, R.I.P. to people in the music industry, especially Eddie Van Halen, who. Because of his um, innovative techniques with his guitar, was able to change the music industry and the way we hear music today. So I think we owe a lot of respect to the man, and have to say at least something about this. I mean, what is there to say? Eddie was a. I agree, Serenity. Eddie was a. I agree. Master guitarist. I mean, he he definitely belongs in the in in the pantheon of badass, of of some of the greatest guitarists who ever lived. Joe Satriani, Clapton. He's earned his spot there, but to die of cancer at sixty five years old, and I mean, you look at recent pictures of him. He didn't look like he was bad off. I mean, he kind of looked like the dad next door who were, owns a construction okay. business, but. You know, he, he looked like so he was still in decent health. What's the history about this then? Yeah, but he only fought the throat cancer for about four or five years or something. Right. Um, if you go back even further, it was tongue cancer. And the place, he had like, I think at least one third of his tongue removed because of tongue cancer. And the place that had cancer was where he used to put his pits. And everyone knows that he used to play with metal, brass type pits. So right. He actually does believe, and it's not impossible to believe, that the metal that he used to keep in his mouth with that tongue gave him cancer, and then because of the swallowing, put it in his throat. So it could have been heavy metals that gave him the cancer. True, but I mean, it still it still goes to the reason. I mean, you look you look at him in the '80s and '90s. I mean, you look at him in the '80s and '90s. That that boy was a chain smoker. So I mean, it could have been a combination of both. He, he became sober in 2008. I'm sure that contributed. Yeah, no, he, he has battled with addiction. I'm not saying that he hasn't. I'm just saying that it's very interesting that the exact place that he used to keep his pick in his mouth, and he used metal picks, and I know a lot of guitarists that swear that metal picks are a different sound and give it a different effect, and, you know, all guitar players, you stick a pick in your mouth. It's just what you do. So I... I kind of find it interesting that that's not being spoken about, the heavy metal part of it, the fact that maybe heavy metals can give you cancer. If you keep change in your pocket, maybe that's why you're getting testicular cancer. I mean, like, it could all link together. But let's just say that Van Halen, he created the two, the left and right finger on the neck style of playing guitar. So he was an inventor in the music industry, not just 
I mean, he was a beyond his time. He used both of his hands on one neck of the guitar, and he was the first one to do that. Oh, yeah, his arpeggios are legendary. But, I mean, it, you know, you, you think about it, almost anybody who's picked up a guitar since since the early 80s was in, influenced by Eddie Van Halen. Like, we could we could point fingers at all, so many other guitarists, but even those people who, who, who were uh, the influence were influenced by Eddie Van Halen. He he is an absolute icon, and I think one of the greatest stories I ever heard of Eddie uh, that I heard is when he went to Dimebag Daryl's uh, funeral, and uh, he brought a, a black and yellow striped guitar that apparently he uh, was playing, used, and, and photographed on for one of the uh, Van Halen albums, and apparently Dimebag Daryl like, was in love with this guitar. And when Dimebag died... Eddie brought the guitar and buried Daryl with the guitar, the guitar he loved. And that's just an awesome thing for somebody to do. Well, yeah, he, he, had, he had wanted to get a replica of it. He had wanted to get a... Eddie was going to make him a replica of it, but then when he died, he gave him the original. You know, Eddie is a amazing character. I mean, he's not even from... He's from the Netherlands, I think. He came to America very young. He was a pianist. His parents got him and his brother Alex into piano. And then I don't remember at what age, but um, it was actually Eddie who bought a guitar. And, or no, he bought a drum kit, and his brother Alex bought a guitar. I was going to so say he that. Once heard his brother play the drums, once he heard his brother play drums, they swapped, and he decided that he was going to learn how to play electric guitar because Alex was so good at the drums. So... I mean, his life in music started in, like, fourth grade when he started performing at his middle school or secondary school is what they might have called it. I don't remember, but I know that he was doing, like, school jam-outs and stuff when he was young. Mm. So, I mean, he worked for everything he got and yeah, he started like off a after he got there. Drums. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, 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 and the big thing, the big thing we can't take away from him. And then he was in the drums. Yeah. And they switched. Yeah, Colin. And the big thing the big thing we can't take away from Eddie is after that switch, one yeah, thing crazy. one thing that's that's an impressive more than anything else is the fact that he was pretty much self taught. He didn't go to a music school or a mentorship. He just jammed until he got it. He figured it out on his own. Yeah. That's impressive in its own right. Eddie's the first one to admit well, he did. That's he, what a lot of people are doing right I now on lockdown. Once. They're watching videos of all their, you know, favorite guitarists, and they're just jamming out with their guitar and learning it. I know tons of guitarists that are just practicing, practicing 18 hours a day, you know, like jam out, and that's what Van Halen did. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, my bass player, I just dropped up a couple of books for him because his girlfriend got the COVID, and he was negative, but he still has to be quarantined. So I dropped off a couple books and a Chipotle burger for him last night. So that way he will have a nice weekend and have something to study. <laughs> See, when I learned, when I learned, I learned from an old hippie. And uh, the way he taught he never taught me how to read music. He didn't teach me scales or anything. He sat me down in front of fucking like records or Pink Floyd records and taught me, how, you know, rewind, go forward, rewind, go forward and find each note on the guitar. Find it by ear. Learn to play. So I mean, like I have all appreciations for people who don't go through, through the the training processes of fucking twinkle twinkle little star for fifteen years, or whatever else. Although I have 
whole you know respect for people who went through the actual classical training or whatever but people who just pick it up you know it's it's just you know to have a god-given gift like eddie van halen did is just phenomenal yeah and his technical ability i mean like a lot of people could pick up a guitar and learn how to play it but the technical ability that he developed on his own is just unmatched I remember an interview where he was talking on some television show with someone and saying that at one point he did have some formal training where he went to take some music courses or something. Um, and then the, the instructor at some point said, I can't teach you anything else. You already understand all the chords that I know. And the, your technique is you're, you're going faster at your, your plucking and your picking and your hammer-ons and your pull-ups than I can do. So I can't teach you anymore. Which is pretty awesome when your your instructor tells you right. That, I guess. Well, again, you got you also got to think in too. He was in, an innovator in a world like uh, in in my last band we had a we had a saying that a guitar has twenty two frets and six strings. There's only so many chord progression combinations and 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 finger picking and all that combinations that you can do on twenty two frets and six strings. And Led Zeppelin has done them all. It's pretty fucking innovative that in a world where Led Zeppelin's done everything you could possibly do on a guitar, and then here comes Eddie Van Halen saying, hold my beer. I mean, <laughs> Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just, you, 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 yeah, you no can't shit. praise yeah, the man enough. Just awesome off the wall. And what I liked about Eddie is even during the days when he was part of uh, right. Van Halen with right, uh, right. Sammy Hagar, the guy always had a smile on his face. And in the world where music, especially rock music and heavy metal, was always like, you know, dour and people trying to look, you know, evil and angry. And Eddie's sitting there smiling away. He was loving what he did and didn't give a fuck what anybody thought. You know what I mean? Even on the darker songs from, from like the Sammy Hagar days. Yeah, the sound got a little darker, but Eddie was still having a time of his life. He never stopped enjoying doing what he did. <laughs> Very true. Very true. I think right, he was right. sad to... That's what you gotta have. You gotta have a good attitude, especially diversity. Yeah, well, I mean, like, when he had to cancel his last tour to, like, I think North America or some weird place. I don't remember. But when he had to cancel his last tour, he was, like, regretfully canceling it. And it was his doctors that were forcing him to. So, I mean, up until the end, he really wanted to just perform for people and make others happy with what he could do. And that's admirable in these day and age. I mean, most people don't go after the pleasure of the audience as much as he would think. Well, the big thing, the big thing about Eddie too, and and his influence in the world is, everybody. I don't care what style of music you listen to, I don't care what generation you came from, whether you came from the new wave of British heavy metal, or you came from the alternative world, or you're from the modern day, fucking mumble rap, and everybody knows at least one Van Halen song, even if you don't know it by name, you hear it on the radio, you turn it the fuck up and you listen. There, there, there's nobody, there, there, there's very few bands in this world that have that type of reach across n many generations and many different genres of music, you know. And Van Halen, is, is especially Eddie and his, his, you know, his guitar riffs are that breach. They, they reach generation upon generation upon generation. 
you know, different genres. Doesn't matter if you're country, rap, hip hop, heavy metal, death metal, blah blah. Insert adjective There's here. A song. Yeah. You know a Van Halen song and you rock it, whether it's Jump, Panama, Hot for Teacher, Ain't Talking About Love. You know the songs. Running and you, with the Devil. Running with the Devil, Pound Cake. Right now, doesn't matter. You, you know it. You, you'll, you'll jammed out to you, it. You could. You know it. <laughs> and and Don, what? And, and you, once you hear it, you don't even have to hear the vocals. You could take the vocals right out. And you could totally still recognize Eddie Van Halen's style and his sound, even without vocals. Oh, absolutely. What about Don? Yeah, Don's kind of quiet. What do Don think about all this? I'm just listening, man. I got nothing to say. (laughs) Don's like, I hate Van Halen. (laughs) I don't hate him. I don't hate him. It's like the upcoming election. He's not going to speak. About either side of it. There you go. Well, speaking of right, right. Well, speaking of either side of it, we were talking about it earlier. Of course, we lost uh, one of the guitarists of Red Hot Chili Peppers as well, Jack Sherman, who died at age 64. Again, just this week. Yeah. Just this week, we lose what another guitarist. What's that? I, I don't know what the cause of death what was. What was his cause of death? Hmm. I have not looked that one up at all. It wasn't they, they it, oh, I, I was just told to me I that it wasn't released yet. Um, joined the band. Yeah, um, uh, joined the band on their first tour in the U.S. in 1984. Also co-wrote songs for their second album. The cause of death has not yet been disclosed. Suicide. Suicide or drugs. Nine times out of ten, that's why they don't disclose it right away. They're waiting on the toxicologies or yeah, whether or not if it was legitimately a suicide. But yeah. I mean, you know, it's, you? it's a tragedy in music. We also lost a guy. I can't think of his name. I'm gonna, I know I'm going to get shot by Johnny somebody. Nash. Johnny Nash. He, uh, you know, I can see clearly now this, the, the, the sun is gone. You know, it, it's a, uh, or the rain is gone, rather. I mean, it, it's a horrible week for music lovers. So we've lost three people in a week. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm kind of being reminded well, back. Johnny Nash, the other thing that Johnny Nash was known for is he uh, he signed Bob Marley. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's something to be known one. for. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we've all sung wow. his song. It's not I mean, like it's like was, he's only well, known for that. Yeah. <laughs> what's that? We've all. It's, it's not just that he was known for Bob Marley. We've all sung his song. That's one of those. Right. Th- We've all sat there bored one day and go, I can see clearly now that the rain is gone. We don't know the rest of the fucking words, but we'll say that over and over again. You know? <laughs> I can see all the obstacles in my way. Obstacles in my way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where have you been, Chris? Are you under a rock or something? I'm waiting for the election to be over. <laughs> <laughs> Just about to open this Meyer package. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, he's chopping at Meyer, getting ready for go back under the rock for election week. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Rounded. you know, all I keep, no, all I keep thinking about is like 2016. I'm looking at all this. 2016, where we had that rash of celebrity deaths. From 2016, where know. we had so many people dropping, 
And I'm so afraid, especially with this COVID thing, of seeing, you know, a rehash of that, especially in this later half. All I know is we riot if fucking yeah. Betty White dies. Totally sucks. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> if I Betty get think about that. If She's Betty, like everybody's grandmother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Betty White gotta live. If, if ever there was an American treasure, it's Betty White. Yeah, Betty White rocks, man. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. It's actually funny. I've been. Uh, I've been. I shouldn't say this, but my. My friend Jody, just a couple weeks ago, talking about podcasting, and, and he mentioned Betty White. And he's like, you know what? He's like, I really like Betty White. She's way older than me, and I got no chance with her, but I really like that score. And I'm like, dude, it's Betty White. Get real. You ain't got Oh, it. my God. Now, I don't know. Ron Jeremy's film, I do not want to so see. So there's one for my buddy Jody. Hey, you know what? He's got a shot, man. Now, Betty, get, Betty give him a spin. As opposed to... As opposed to all the rest of the Ron Jeremy movies that you want to see. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> How many movies does he have? Because I don't even think I've seen one. I mean, I saw him do that, uh, what was that, Miley Cyrus Wrecking Ball video? That was hot, well, you, man. You, 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 know, you know what they say about Ron Jeremy movies. If you've seen one, you've seen ten. <laughs> Inches. And in Cinemascope, it was even worse. Multiply by three. <laughs> How do we wind up back on Ron Jeremy? We're having, we're paying tribute to musicians and everything else, and all of a sudden we got to okay, be back on the on, huge cock. Back up, back up. Hey, Wait. the man played a hell of an instrument. <laughs> that skin flute was phenomenal. <laughs> Could you, the only way you can make Ron Jeremy's skin flute better is if it was played by Jethro Tull. Okay. <laughs> you pay a lot more money for it too, then. Whoa! <laughs> oh, that's a horrible image I just put in my head. Yeah. <laughs> anyone else listening? <laughs> I got to. You're just putting your head. I just got to. That's apologize. the worst thing. That's the worst thing to have in your head than tapeworm larvae. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Now we know how it got there. Fine. Now we know how it got there. Yep. <laughs> oh, I need my soul cleansed. Mind controlling tapeworm tomorrow. Well, they said it could be personal hygiene, so I could believe it came from Ron Jeremy. Oh yeah, there's no personal hygiene there. Yeah, he'd run out of hot water just trying to wash that dong. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. Lord. oh man there was actually a hollywood actor who was so big that he killed a woman kevin bacon i don't know it was like 1930s or something oh okay he was so big it was like seriously I know, I know, I know. Kevin Bacon's pretty hung. I saw that movie. I think it was where he came out of the shower and that shit was like swinging at his knees. Even I'm sitting there like that's got to be fucking digital effects. <laughs> Look like Dumbo well, he walking virtual in. Virtual effects on there, but yeah. they went in the wallet, so it looks deformed. Yeah, and Chris still has that Kevin Bacon film on a loop. <laughs> I'm jealous of that shit. I watches it over and over. again. Like, now I know how Kevin Bacon measures success. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I 
need to get in contact with Kevin Bacon. Uh, I got a list here of different artists that died this past year. Oh, God. oh I thought I, I thought you were pulling up a list. I was just going to say, no. I was, oh, okay, so you just brought up a sore spot. Hold on. Time out there, Colin. So, <laughs> Neil Peart is, like, my favorite drummer. And, like, I could sit there and just watch him drum for hours. I mean, like, I will be sitting there, like, looking at the screen. Like, it's my life. Like, I've been on some drugs or something, but it's him that's my drug and when he died I remember seeing Sean Lennon play with Les Claypool it was the Lennon Claypool experience and then Primus played after and I remember them playing the what is that big drum solo he does YYZ is that what it is XYZ or that something. one yeah yeah I remember <clears throat> seeing that at Red Rocks. Let's remember Red Rocks, played by Sean Lennon and Les Claypool and the Sean Lennon Delirium Band. It was honestly amazing. Like, Neil Peart is my god, but that moment, I thought I was with my god. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, it's kind of funny you mentioned all that, like when I, I earlier conversation about Eddie Van Halen, and one of the hypothetical questions we came up with, uh, if Eddie Van Halen wasn't didn't create Van Halen with, with the talent that he has, but he didn't create the band Van Halen, Van Halen never existed or broke up. What came with, and my answer was Rush. Putting him and Neil Peart together would have been just ungodly. That would have been a super band. Yeah, the vocals <laughs> on that though. Who would who would you guys pick? I would have I would have left Getty Lee on on vocals and. And 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 uh, bass. I, in fact, I would leave Rush alone. I would just make Rush's lead guitarist rhythm and have Eddie take the lead. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, if we're up in heaven, yeah, and we're I've, talking. I've, I've managed to leave Rush alone for most of my life. <laughs> but if we're talking about like putting up together, putting together a super band in heaven, I'm just thinking about like I'm thinking. You're thinking what? And you're starting with Rush. Oh God. <laughs> Holy shit. Neil Peart playing with Eddie Van Halen? That would be awesome. Neil Peart and Eddie Van Halen and Jimi Hendrix? Oh, oh, I'm in love. And then, the and then it is awesome. throw Cliff Burton on bass in the back there. <laughs> they could do something like the Big Brother Company. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, it'd be like a, a, a chicken foot experience. Chicken it would, foot, totally. It would be so much fun. Oh, oh. That'd we should, like, create a ghost band. I thought we were. Neil Peart, Eddie Van Halen, Cliff, uh, like, Cliff Burton. <laughs> but who would be vocals? Who would we want as vocals? We, we wouldn't want some. You know, what vocalist could, could, could uh, front? Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell? You think Cornell? I would want the pre-1964 Paul McCartney. Or Lane Staley. Lane, I I more see Lane than than Chris for fronting a band like that. Ozzy Osbourne, he's still alive. <laughs> yeah, Lane Staley or or both or Chester Bennington. Oh, All, you could get a trio going with that. <laughs> uh, Elvis Presley. <laughs> yeah. Chuck Berry. <laughs> I want to hear the supergroup oh, do fucking oh. my dingaling. <laughs> 
my god. <laughs> Let's not talk about that song. Memories. How did he get his, memories. How did he get his dingling in there? <laughs> He'll put that fucking thing anywhere. Uh, I got to spread those tapeworms. <laughs> <laughs> I think that we... Oh, God, no. There's got to be a better name for a band than that. A better name for a band than my dingling? Or red-nosed tapeworms. Red nose tapeworms. That may actually be a phenomenal band name right there. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I think Serenity's Dingaling would be a good band name. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I'm not in oh, Jeremy. Comes in three speeds, slow, medium, and metal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, battery's not included. <laughs> it's their first album. <laughs> Serenity's Dingling Batteries. That's the first album right there. Serenity's Dingling Batteries Not Included. <laughs> hey, you know my right. first album's already out. Um, what was it? Neil Peart. Okay. Oh, jeez. Uh, so, what we got? Neil Peart and then uh, Reed Mullen from Corrosion and Conformity died this year. Um, Corrosion already uh, lost uh, Pepper Keenan. Freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah but they had no, already lost oh. Pepper right. Keenan, and now they lost another member. Corrosion's That's awesome. fuck. Yeah. Right, right. And then we got Mike Somerville from Head East died this year. God damn. Um, well, Kenny Rogers. You got to know uh, when to hold them. Joe Dippy. Know when to fold them. No when to walk away, no when to run. <laughs> and then what else? Uh, Joe Diffie, uh, Bill Withers, um, Adam Schlesinger from Fountains of Wayne. Oh, come on. I found the ultimate oh, front man for, for our ghost group, the front man, and he died this year. Mr. Rogers. Uh, Mr. Rogers. It's so beautiful. Oh, that bumps me off. <laughs> Don't you be my neighbor. Yes, I found a way of bumming everybody out by talking about people who died. <laughs> hey, at least we're Richard, bringing them back to life died. in a way. All right. That's the so easy. Little Richard on the list. Um... Oh, God, could you imagine a little Richard fronting that band with Joel uh, Neil Peart and Eddie Van Halen? <laughs> little Richard. Okay, that's no, not who Joey. I was thinking about. Is Little Richard the one that used to exercise Joey. people? No. no. That's, that's Richard Simmons. Little Richard. Although that would be oh, funny yeah. to see uh, Richard Simmons yeah. uh, fronting the band, too. Okay, ladies, let's sweat it. Do you know that? Had a few too many shots. Sorry. No. Both little. Don't deny it. So then we've got, we got Joey Image from the Misfits past. Um, and that's, I think I don't see other big names on here. Until, but, Dan, uh, until Danzig's back with the Misfits, I don't care. Oh, Charlie Daniel. Oh, yeah, Charlie Daniels right, died Charlie up. Charlie Daniels died, too. I forgot about that. Yeah. Peter Green from Fleetwood Mac. 
I know I'm going to catch shit, but I never really cared about Fleetwood oh. Mac. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, really uh, kind of like Rush. They have two or three songs that I don't turn off when they come on. Ow, how do you have so much hate for Rush? Right. Frankie Benali. I just said they had two or Frankie three Benali songs that play, I don't right? turn off. I know, but there, that means there's like... You know. him while listening to Rush. No, that just means that I, they have two or three songs that I actually kind of like. I know that, but there, that just, means there's I like two... like the rest of that means there's like two. That, good. <laughs> that means there's two, three hundred other songs you don't like. So, what? Show me on this Obama doll. The rush touched you. It means there's two or three hundred that I don't listen to because I don't particularly care for. <laughs> show me on this Obama doll where Rush touched you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll start with Tom Sawyer. That's where he touched me. <laughs> It's not, it's not the band. It's the fucking vocals. I fucking hate the vocals. It's kind of, it's the same way with, what's the asshole from fucking uh, Guns N' Roses? Axel? Can't stand his vocals. Won't fucking listen to his shit Axel. because he sucked. The rest of the band kicked ass. He wasn't, he sucked. All right, who would you have the front? Vocals, the vocals with Rush, I can't tolerate. I'd rather, I'd rather listen to a squirrel scream while you smack his nuts with a hammer because it's about the same Led Zeppelin was an awesome band. Robert Plant cannot fucking sing. <laughs> he can scream again like somebody smacking his nuts with a hammer. Don't care for it. All right, how about Bruce Dickinson and Iron Maiden? <laughs> what about Bruce Dickinson and Iron Maiden? Uh, I'm curious. Careful, Don. Careful. It's a totally different style. <laughs> okay. Good answer. Good answer. All right, well, let, let, let me let me put you on the spot, Don. Everybody's different. Let, let me put you on the spot, Don. We'll go back to Guns N' Roses. I've just been let, on the spot. I've told you my spot. No, I know, but I'm, I'm going to play a hypothetical <laughs> with you. Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction, the first album they did. Everybody knows it. Paradise City, Welcome to the Jungle, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Songs this, yeah. exactly the same. Band exactly the same with the exception of Frontman. Who would you see being a Frontman to do that album with those songs? Give me a voice that would have been better fit than, than yeah, Axel's. I, I was not a big fan of that album. I've never been a big fan of Guns N' Roses. The band themselves could have been fine. But, you know, a band is only as good as their front man, I think. But, uh, yeah. What's your favorite band, Don? I don't really have a favorite. I have a lot that I listen to, and I have some that I don't. I have some that are so popular that I never quite understood why. The Beatles. I never, I never okay. understood the popularity of Guns N' Roses. I never understood the popularity what? of Rush. I just, I don't get it. What's on Don's playlist? That <laughs> is now the question. That is a mystery. That will be a mystery to you forever. On the good I, I ship, lollipop. If you want me to share my playlist, you might have to share yours. <laughs> she. Oh, damn called you out on it she said show me yours i'll show you mine (laughs) (laughs) i got a few she's gonna ron jeremy you all over the place i like a wide variety of music i just don't like screaming idiots that got popular for that i don't i I just i don't care for guns and roses i don't care for rush i know you guys can't accept that it's not that we don't accept it. We're we're building a conversation off of it. It's not that we don't accept it. 
<laughs> okay, so so let's just say, I mean, we're having a private conversation. Like, nobody's listening to us, right? Well, that's not too so, far um, from the truth. Let's just say that you, you get this awesome band, right? And you hear the music, and you're like, damn, this music is tight. The drummer's awesome. All the music is amazing. And then you discover it sticks. Like, really good. (laughs) But then some of the vocals are a little bit nasally and maybe a little bit more Guns N' Roses style than others. Would you discredit all the music because everything's great besides this one? Or would you change the and to something a little bit more appealing? I, I have I have not said that I discredit all of the music. I've ne- I did not say that. I said there are most of the songs I don't care for. Oh, I'm I'm actually talking about a band in specific, but you know we're just having a private okay. conversation here. So I got this really awesome band that contacted me. Awesome material, but parts of the singing are really annoying in in my Home. They're from another country. So oh, so this is in their this country. Okay. Yeah, we're having a private conversation here. So this is a legit thing. I'll send it to you guys if you really want to hear it. But I'll listen um, to it. I, I'm just asking about the whole nasally sound. You know what? Obviously, you're against is that that whining type voice, which I have to agree with you. Like the whine and the voice is very 80s, and I'm just not into it. Like, I, what do you do when I, you have? A lot of good, but then some of that '80s crap in there. I will, I will argue the point for for the vocalists that do do the nasal or the whine. I think it also depends on the sound of the band. Like uh, the the first one that comes to mind that I think of that that would be like if they were in any other band, I would I would absolutely turn them off. But it worked well was uh, uh, the band that did uh, and I'm a creep, I'm a widow. Uh, Radiohead. Radiohead sounded yeah. phenomenal as Radiohead, but if you took that vocalist and yeah. put and, and you had him front Guns N' Roses, I'd be like, absolutely not. You know, the vo- the voice. I, I think I think sometimes place for that voice if it has the right backing sound. I can yeah, I can agree. With that. <clears throat> you know. Okay, so I I can't see the dude from the darkness fronting Metallica. <laughs> oh, why not? I believe in a thing right, called love. Music. Music, <laughs> music is an expression. Yeah. Music is an expression of people's emotion, of people's of what they're, they're feeling, their heart and their mind. Um, so to convey that, uh, sometimes people are not in the right mood to be conveyed or to hear or feel that type of emotion, so they may block it out or something. That's why sometimes you go into a bar and you don't like the song, and you're like, I'm going outside, smoke a or something. I don't like this music. You know, um, it's just the way it is. It's part into music. If I ever um, tell you about the time I got bar, that alone, um, one. I ever tell you I got kicked out of a bar for you kicked out of a bar. Before, no way. I got not for anything stupid. I didn't go in a bar fight or anything else. I went in to have a drink on the jukebox, and one of the songs I put on was fucking stairway. I know in this bar that's a fucking Who the f*** throws you out for Stairway to Heaven? Somebody didn't like your music. 
That's some Wayne's World shit right there. They denied. Like, I'm not even kidding. I, I can tell you the bar date exactly. <laughs> the bar, I'm going to go there with you or kick somebody's ass. Oh, my God. I remember being in Philly. I, it was in Philly. It was. In fact, it was a week before I left for Colorado. Yeah, I mean, Oh my god, it, 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 it's unreal. Wow. Somebody needs their ass kicked. That's bad. I think it was because I think it was like stairway. I don't think I don't think it had anything to do with the fact that it was Led Zeppelin or the fact that it was, you know, particularly a Led Zeppelin song, but I guess it's because it's kind of a slow song and they probably didn't want uh uh People getting depressed, maybe. That's the only justification I can give it. Were they trying to get chicks? Were they trying to get chicks to shake their butt? Probably. They were trying to get chicks to shake their butt. And Probably. And playing Led Zeppelin. Is that what's going on? Probably. You're ruining somebody's game. That's it, you know. You always ruin somebody's game. Dude, I ruined my own game. Okay. That's probably what it was. <laughs> <laughs> but if there wasn't right. a description. And they say right, right. and well, they say the people is, don't get discriminated against. Music, it's an emotional conveyance. It... <laughs> right. Right. Well, it's 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 just an emotional thing. Music is emotional, and sometimes people can't handle the type of emotion that comes from certain music at certain times. You know, there was times when I was hanging out with an ex-girlfriend, and she wanted to hear some really lousy music that I did not like. And which I, Aqua I mean, song? Against Lana Del Rey, but I can only hear that stuff so much in a row that I get tired of it. Which Aqua song? You know, I'm a Barbie you know, girl. So and... music before you... <laughs> You're on the right track. Yeah. Oh, now I can't breathe. That's horrible. Are you killing me here? I would get to the point where I would put on my headphones and be by myself on the other side of the room with my headphones on so I would hear whatever she was listening to. You know, I mean, there's there's moments like that where it's like you go ahead. There are survival techniques. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. There, there are definitely there are definitely times and moods that there's certain music I don't want to hear and certain music that I do. Right, right. Like if I walk into a bar and they start playing country, I'm probably going home or or put my headphones on or something. No, I'm I'm more for the country yeah, there, than pop in the fucking. I, I'm more. There's I, precious little country. I well, if it's anything like '90s and later, uh, yeah, I'm turning that shit off now. Yeah, but I'd rather sit there and listen to some fucking uh, Luke Bryan or Bobby Keith over fucking like T Pain or Lil Wayne any fucking day of the week. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I put them in the same. I, I put them in the same category as garbage. I wouldn't fucking listen to. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'll take some Carrie too, Underwood that's, over. That's two sides of the same shitty card. I will take some Carrie Underwood over fucking Nicki Minaj right. any day of the week. <laughs> yeah, again, to me, that's a, I could give a shit less about either one of them. <laughs> I could, I, I would take a cat yeah. stuck in a, I'd, I'd take being stuck in a burlap bag with a fucking dozen cats thrown into a fucking lake before I'd listen to either one of them. Now see, we got we got to get we got to get Don to a karaoke bar. We'll just make him sing all kinds of songs. <laughs> we'll throw in some oh, Toby Keith. Country you have to do it through your nose and act like you're depressed. <laughs> yeah, country's the easiest shit in the world to sing. Because <laughs> there's, there's yeah, no you, you want to get your dog back? 
<laughs> you want to get your dog back, your house back, your wife back? Just play a couple country songs backwards. Get all your shit back. See, especially, especially new country. That's really close to mumble rap. There's really not a whole lot of intelligible sounds coming out of either well, one. Well, no, I'll, gi- I'll give you that. Modern country has taken a, a pop <laughs> mentality, <rap. laughs> a, a pop mentality, which I think is is, is bad for country. But I, mean, you know, if I'm talking country, I'm talking like Alan Jackson. Garth Brooks, you know, like real country before it became fucking Blake Sheldon and his stupid shit. <laughs> Back when there was some emotion know, behind Brooks, it. Those two are still kind of pushing the limit of crap country. All right, how about oh, Alabama? Like See, I'm talking, yeah, country, we're, we're talking like Johnny Cash, we're talking Waylon, Willie, that's country to me. Agreed on that. I'll go. I'll go with that. But I, Billy I, Ray Cyrus ruined it for everyone. Yeah, yeah. But I wasn't talking about Billy Ray Cyrus yeah, in this I one agree. hit song. <laughs> but I, you know, I would, I would still give it to Alabama. I would still give it to fucking oh, Garth Brooks. Yeah, it wouldn't bother me. I would still give it to to, I mean, to Alabama. Right. I'd let Billy Ray Cyrus raise my kid just because he makes really awesome superstars. But like with no talent. With no talent or morals? Yeah, sure. I'll let him raise my daughter. (laughs) What talent? What talent? She could ride a fucking she could ride a wrecking ball pretty well. That's about the only talent I've seen out of her. (laughs) She knows how to ride the cannonball, okay? Best part of talent. Best part of her leaked out of fucking Billy Ray's achy breaky heart. What's sad is I probably would be able to remember. That's why I don't like her, Billy. <laughs> What's that? I never cared for his achy breaky shit. I think I could probably figure never, out the dance. Never damn. cared for his achy breaky shit. Yeah, but he had a thing going with that, like electric slide thing he did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was in junior high school at the time, and and they sucked. I didn't like uh, Billy Ray. Nah, no way. Dude, I got no room Absolutely. to talk. I got no room to talk. Most of the music I listen to now gets played on the oldies station. Gives me the fuck off. <laughs> when you hear Metallica on an oldies station, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, they're jamming skin on oldies 98.1. I have to say, when I'm listening to the oldies station, that happens to me. I hear songs that I really did enjoy, and it's on the oldies now. It's not very fair. It's not. You walk into Walmart and the five dollar cool. bin. I don't like it. You walk into Walmart and you look at the five dollar CD bin and you see albums that you remember waiting in line to pick up at fucking Tower Records. You know, I was like, "Fuck you." <laughs> yep. Uh, right, right, right. But the. But today, the music scene is different. It's kind of cool because, like, you get in an elevator and you hear, like, Audio Slave. And it's like, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> okay, that is kind of cool. But I, it hasn't happened to me. <laughs> oh, we were doing doing that tonight. I went, to, I went to dinner at fucking Applebee's with my kid and all. And they're playing songs. And I'm naming the goddamn last time. Like, I remember when I was a kid. I remember waiting at a sub shop as a kid. And it was to hear fucking Mike and Mechanics in the living years playing on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> now they're now they're playing shit that like, you know, my kids listen to. It's like, what? <laughs> the world is changing. It's not fair. 
It's not fair. When did I fall off the wagon? When the hell did I fall off the wagon? Uh, when you turned 35 and older. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's almost 10 years ago for me now. Well, Thanks. I'm up to like a young person and, and, and you ask young people today like, oh, do you know what that beat's from? And they're like, no, what's that beat from? And like, uh, you know, it's, and it's a backbeat of some song they're listening to. And that's like, that's from Ice Ice Baby, which was actually um, earlier from that came from uh, Queen. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Queen that? and Bowie. Bowie. David Bowie. Yep. Under pressure. No, I get that all the but time. Like, in nothing, nothing. They don't have any idea. Oh, it pissed me off when they thought, you know, when, when people thought Post Malone discovered Ozzy Osbourne. Like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, how come That's they didn't horrible. know who Ozzy was beforehand? What are their parents up to? You have failed as a parent <laughs> if you, if your kid don't know who fucking Ozzy is, okay? <laughs> You're doing an injustice. Yeah, if your kid doesn't know who Ozzy is, you're doing something wrong. All right. Here, here you go, guys. I've been called out on this. Uh-oh, here we go. <laughs> what are we looking at here? This is, here He's got Tupac on his toilet. <laughs> All right, Tupac. Blues uh. Traveler. Black Sabbath. I can live with the blues traveler right. and black set. You, you fit. You can hang. Because easy top there. Yeah, we good. A little everything on here. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, he's not totally in the dark. He's all right. he's safe. He's in the green zone. All over the map. <laughs> he's in the safe zone. Dude, here's just some good shit, right? <laughs> hey, I can't I can't pick on him for it. I can't pick it on him for it. I got Slayer sitting next to Glenn Miller. I I know how it goes, you know. <laughs> That's the shit right there. What's that? What's that one? It's a little too small for me to see. Good shit, man. You gotta have a good playlist. <laughs> Is that corn? He's got There's corn. corn, corn, there, yeah. corn? <laughs> right next to Keith Richards' solo album. Ah, corn. Which is actually really fucking good. I was surprised by that one. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Lou Reed and Metallica? Con- Here's Mr. Wiggly's exploration. Yeah, I haven't checked that out. <laughs> yeah, you got Metallica in there, right? Yeah, but none of the... Like Axl Rose's solo album? Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, no Axl Rose. There's, there's just some Parliament. <laughs> yeah, if you want to know what Guns N' Roses sounds like without Axl Rose, just listen to Velvet Revolver. <laughs> <laughs> That's right on. Got some shit to make him happy. Yeah, he's got a few songs. Right on. Well, at this point, go ahead and end this segment. <laughs> oh, yeah, the deck chairman. We're going to go ahead and segment and go into Thank Colin's you. Corner. <laughs> Colin's Corner coming up next. Um, yeah, so this this week, uh, I don't know, there was some 
this week we got some positive stuff. I mean, nothing too major, but uh, 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 something going on with this biosphere. There's some biosphere down uh, someplace in South America or something. Um, let's see, in Ecuador. Um, yeah, they got this biosphere thing, um, and they've got some kind of uh, documentary on it. October, let's see, October 11th, one of the most Bioverse spots on Earth, the Yasuni Biosphere Reserve in Yasuni National Park in Ecuador. Um, and there are species there that are still being discovered, all kinds of different plant life and things. And uh, so, yeah, apparently that's thriving pretty good. And uh, they're still holding uh, holding steady to making it preserved. Um, but they found all kinds of crazy stuff there. Um, so I found that. That that's was kind of a... That's actually really cool because Ecuador hasn't been really explored altogether. There's a bunch of different animals that are supposedly there that are now extinct. So maybe they're not actually extinct and they'll find them again. I'll play the dumbass here just to ask a clarification on the biosphere. Because the first thing that pops in my head is like a biodome, like the Pauly Shore movie, where they build a dome protecting that that particular uh, section of like rainforest or like that so maybe i'm getting my 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 thoughts confused obviously right right um no it's it's not really a big dome or anything like that it's it's an area of ecuador that's uh, protected um and then there's like there there's all kinds of different um, animals there that are different species than normal that um have been unchanged there's also indigenous tribes there apparently that um, don't really communicate or deal with humans or other people that much. Um, and, <laughs> and they're so happy. Kind of interesting. You know, <laughs> and they, they've got their own little waterways and stuff there. Yeah, and they're happy. They're happy. They're probably unaffected by COVID. You know, they're, they're probably just totally police as punch. You know, um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I thought that was pretty cool. That apparently that's thriving and they're, they're holding it protected and they're still doing well with that. Um, other than that, I'm some other stuff here, uh, and it's fall. It's fall now. So I was looking at things about uh, September. Um, fun facts, some folklore stuff here, and there's uh, some little stuff for everybody, pretty much. Um, month of September, let's see, we had uh, Labor Day, Patriots Day, Grandparents Day, Constitution Day. Uh, what else is there? International Day of Peace, September 21st. The autumn equinox, September 22nd, um, if anybody's into that. Um, Yom Kippur, September 27th. Uh, and then other things just for fun. Um, Hug Your Hound Day, September 8th. Um, and September is National Happy Cat Month, apparently. Um, September 13th, Kids Take Over the Kitchen Day. Happy uh, Happy September Cat Day, considering my cat is... The Pirate Day. It's considering my cat is sitting on the toilet right now. (laughs) Because October, it's going to have two full moons. So you know how everyone says once in a blue moon? The second full moon in one month. That's what a blue moon is. Yeah, is a blue moon. So October has a blue moon in it. October is very... Well, don't we have... October is very special this year for the moon phases because... Don't we have a full moon on Halloween? October 1st was a full moon. Yes. And generally... Halloween is the first full moon since we've had since I think 2010 or 2011. And not um, only that, not only Halloween. that, doesn't isn't it um, also it when we turn our 
Halloween's also when we turn our clocks back, and it's like the first time in forever it's been on a Saturday. Like, there's three major things for Halloween this year. Yeah, it's it's kind of a wild Halloween this year. I'm not sure. I mean, I haven't heard nothing about turning the clocks back or whatever. Um, that's new to me. I'll I, try I, it up. I heard but, there's a lining. Um, yeah, I definitely oddly. know it is full moon. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, so if anybody's out there that's pagan or in into other belief systems um yeah this halloween is a pretty special one so um you know have, have your friends uh partying with you halloween and have a good time just be safe party in um, a so yeah there's there's that fashion, right oh yeah party responsibly yeah no much no so yeah i mean no alcohol too much candy yeah so i found this website it's kind of cool there's there's apple pie recipes apple fritter recipes uh all kinds of different fall recipes for kinds of stuff like that. And I was like, oh, this is a pretty, pretty happy thing. And then I realized, oh, this is the old Farmer's Almanac site. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. I had never even really looked at it that much before. Not to interrupt you, but I just um, looked it up. Uh, so the, yeah. the, the, the clocks back technically November 1st at 2 a.m. It technically falls on Halloween. Right, right. Huh. Well, that's a new one. Halloween's going to be a big day all around, I guess. Yeah. Huh. Um, so yeah, uh, that's that's kind of cool. The uh, the blue moon. Um, other than that, I mean, there's uh, of course there's all kinds of sadness right now with all the music stuff going on because all these people they're passing away and all that stuff. But uh, but you know, it's for me, I'm I'm feeling kind of uplifted lately because I'm seeing that like even though there are stuff going on with COVID and people are sad and stuff, they, a lot of my friends are pulling together and they're, they're having each other's back and stuff. Uh, like my one coworker, um, his girlfriend got COVID and he got a call when he was at work and he hadn't seen her since the day before. And she's like, I was in contact with somebody with COVID, you know? And so he left work right immediately, but nobody was around him or nothing. Everybody had their temperature checked and everything. And, and he got tested because she got exposed or whatever. And of course she had it and he didn't. And he was bummed, you know, and it sucks because he's one of my homies, you know, he's a bass player friend of mine and stuff. So I was like, I brought him a burger last night and I brought him uh, a couple of bass tablature books so that we'll have something to do. Um, <laughs> and it, it's just like I've been trying to cheer him up and send him little silly videos and uh, on uh, Facebook uh, with the little filters they got and stuff, trying to crack them up and make them laugh and things. And hopefully it's helping. Well, you can send them this episode when it releases um, Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm just. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, I'll, awesome. I'll, I'll sit in this episode. Uh, um, yeah, because I feel bad. I mean, here he's stuck at home on quarantine, and he didn't even have the damn thing, you know. But at least he's there for his girlfriend, and he's got his Nintendo Switch. So what's his What's his name? Got to be a plus, you know. He's got something to do with his. Uh... His name's Josh. Josh. I remember yeah, that. Um, yeah, yeah, Josh. my homie Josh. Um, and even in the Animal Crossing, which apparently is like a big thing going around. Everybody's into this Animal Crossing game on Nintendo Switch. That's, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. That's been big but, since uh, the Wii, I'm but yeah. buying one. My kid's got a yeah, Switch. That's yeah, that's a pretty big yeah, game. Yeah, well, apparently it, it's on this newer platform now on this Nintendo Switch, and a lot of people are getting into it, I guess. Um, a lot of my friends are, and I'm just like, what are you guys into this for? And I see what they're doing. They're building these little these little platforms and all this little stuff and these little buildings and everything. And it's like, wow, it's pretty involved. And I don't know. I got a 14-year-old nephew here that I hang with a lot. And, and I'm thinking about getting 
um, my Nintendo Switch just so that he and I have something to do because it seems like with the COVID, nobody's going out and doing a whole lot activity-wise and social-wise, so maybe the game system is the way to go. What about Pokemon? I don't know what you guys think about that. No, that's a great idea. Pokemon Which... Go! Pokemon Go is a phone, phone app, though. I mean, yeah. You like could with do the that. Switch, do you actually walk around in this game? I don't think Pokemon goes on the Switch. I phones. Um, no. Um, they're... Well, the Switch is weird because you have this little console thing. But you also can plug it into your TV and, and use it as a um, console in your house yeah. um, with your entertainment center. I have stuff. a Switch, but... So yeah, so do my kids. like, any games that are, like, walkable. No, I don't think there's any games, at least not released yet, right. that, well, that okay. are like that, where you can walk and all that, because the Switch obviously needs Wi-Fi. I mean, there's there's a lot of games that Nintendo with for a very long time. Hell, if you want to get Xbox 360, pick them up, uh, Viva Pink, kind of along the same lines as Animal Crossing. You know, that would be uh, that would be another game where non-violence and, and you do a whole lot of cute like farming things and you know did <clears throat> ecological type deals and stuff like it keep them entertained for the game back in the day but yeah i i would right. definitely recommend getting the switch because you guys could just jam out on some mario brothers yeah <laughs> yeah mario kart uh among my friends has been pretty oh, yeah. Mario Brothers, Mario Kart. Uh, my buddy's been doing Mario Kart like racing against each other. They get all drunk and then they all party together and they're brum, 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 trying to race around and beat each other. And they're having a hell of a time. I mean, I'm thinking if I had a Switch, I could do it. You know, I could do the same and get with them guys and, and kick their butts. I don't know. Yeah, it'd be worth a shot. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm not you know. I mean, I just picked up. My kids got a Switch and uh, I just picked them up the game uh, Mario Super Mario 3D All Stars. And uh, they remastered uh, Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine Galaxy from uh, the Nintendo, the GameCube, and the uh, and the first, you know, and, and he's having a blast. Nintendo has always prided itself as a game system of being a family entertainment system. It's devoted to family. It's the, you know, multiplayer experience, co-op. It's like you guys can both be sitting on the same couch, you know, with the same TV playing. They, they, on being that type of system. So, for something for your, for your, you and your nephew, I can't recommend a Switch high enough for it, you know, and especially because it's not as expensive as like going out and right. buying a PS4 or an Xbox right, One, right. you know. <clears throat> so, yeah, I would recommend getting him a Switch. To play. What's it going for? Like a um, a switch going right now? I don't think they go higher than three hundred bucks. I mean, what are they like? Two hundred, four hundred bucks or something like that for a switch? I don't think they go higher than three hundred. New. Not any bad. I mean, because they... well, because the kid works. You know, um, he does. He washes dishes. He gets paid. You know, so he's got his own money and he wants to pitch in on it with me. So I'm kind of want to be supportive of that too. Yeah. Yeah, they're so, um, they're not terrible. I don't know, but it's been a current development where I'm like, uh, I got a fourteen year old nephew is bugging on me. You know, <laughs> he's bugging, so I'm like, I gotta come up with something to keep this kid entertained. He's gonna start going eight bit here. <laughs> well, the nice thing about it too is you can hook it up to yeah. YouTube. You can I hook think it up. I deserve it, and even if. Good. 
Yeah. Even if you can't get many games for it, you should totally get it. I, I have one, and there's games all the way from, like, Disney on up, you know? Like, I think that's good for a lot of different age ranges, and I would totally buy another one if I needed it, but I don't really need it. So I totally think you should get it. And if he only has 50 bucks, pay the rest of it, man. He deserves it. He's a good kid. And I would recommend getting their, their, uh, right, their, their right. kind of like well, their... Their Xbox Live version for the Switch, it's twenty bucks a year. Get that, and then you yep. can download the classic Nintendo download. and Super NES stuff for free. So you can sit there playing all the old school games, Super Nintendo on your Switch, just for twenty. Definitely it's something to look deal. into. Right. Well, that's a package package bundle deal. Maybe I'll do it. You know. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, a fourteen-year-old kid. What am I gonna do with this kid? He's stuck at home. He's homeschooled. He's he's a good kid. He doesn't get in trouble. Yeah, no, he's a great kid. Christmas you know, is coming. So... You should totally spoil him. Just don't order right. it through Finger Hut. Yeah, well, <laughs> he it, and, and he's willing to pitch We're all trick-or-treating this year. No. I know we're all in different states. Uh, so, this is gonna be the first year I get the uh, opportunity yeah. to have the kids. I mean, I, I could. If he wants to go, I'll dress him up. This will be the first opportunity for me uh, since my divorce to be able to take my kids out trick-or-treating because it falls on my weekend. I'm totally looking forward to it. I don't give a fuck. Put the the world under fucking martial law. I'm still taking my kids out trick-or-treating. I ain't missing this. (laughs) Hell yeah. You got Piro? You got math? That's it, you know? (laughs) Yep. Yep. Right on. I got a UV light to clean it after we go home. Come on, let's do this shit. <laughs> what about you, Don? What's your carved pumpkins? What are, what are your what are your Halloween plans? Oh. It's a serious joke or serious uh, not a not a joke. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on call for that day, and uh, I'm also going to be filming that most of that day, uh, wrapping up. Hopefully, wrapping up filming on Black Wolf. But I was talking about at night when the kids are actually trick or treating. Are you one of those dudes who will actually hand out candy? I know that, but will you hand out candy? Are you one of those dudes that turn off the lights and? (laughs) I hand out candy every year. Try to hit as many of them as I can. <laughs> get out of my porch. Is that your ah, kick your ass. Get out of here. Over. She can come get your candy. It's upstairs in the bedroom. I, I, I hand out. You know, yeah, exactly, exactly. I don't like kids. I have nothing against mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good Lord. Do you dress up when you hand out the candy? No, I don't. Oh. I act annoyed and then tell him to grab a handful of this shit and get off my porch. I used to sit out on the porch with my dog. And, you know, of course, Jack Russell, he was real friendly with kids. So they'd come up, pet the dog, get some candy, and they'd be happy as shit. But I, I can't do that with Homer. He's part pit bull. And he'd be he's, like, sit on, he's very unfriendly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sick balls, Homer. Yeah, there you go. What are you handing out this year, Rocky Mountain Oysters? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Same as every year. That's yeah. 
Your mom really enjoys these. <laughs> Here you go. Your mom really enjoys these. Hand all laxatives. They'll never come back. <laughs> yeah, hand all laxatives. They'll never come back. Uh, exactly, yeah. It's, goes it's in like... Tastes like chocolate. They don't know the difference. Yeah. Goes, in, goes in like x comes out like a fucking Hershey kiss. <laughs> um, or soft serve ice cream. That's leave the soft serve ice cream alone. <laughs> God damn it, you people are ruining it for me. <laughs> a nice tight little swirl. You, know, you, you can buy that soft serve and serve in boxes at Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. He was packaging emojis. <laughs> That's what he had. It was a box with one of those emojis in it. He thought, oh, this is where you do this. <laughs> oh, Just good got man. a little confused. That's all. Of course, we had to go back to the shit stuff. Maybe that's what he stole. He stole one of the poop emojis, so he thought he'd replace it. He just thought it was a trade-in. It was a pillow, right? Oh. Yeah, there you go. It's one of those ones like the girl's shirts with the sequence where you rub your hand on it and change his, uh, change his color. We're saying, he's like, yeah, rub this. It'll change. <laughs> okay, we're getting stupid no, now. I'm not touching that one. <laughs> We're getting stupid now. Why don't we go around and tell everybody their goodbyes? Colin, go ahead and tell them where they can contact. Hey, uh, you can contact me on Facebook, Colin Washburn, or Colin Washburn at gmail.com. Um, I'm on YouTube. Um, hit me up, shoot me a message if you got something positive to talk about. Thanks. Yeah, Mr. Don Smith. Well, if if you guys really want to find me, don't know why you would, but if you want to, you can follow me up the, on the the Life Radio Show or at uh, the Life One Hundred Six Nine on Facebook or Instagram. I'm also Don Smith Comedy on Twitter. You can now find me at the Life One Hundred Six Nine dot com. I finally took some time and updated my website, so it's fairly current. So you you can check me out there. I also have a link tree to any links that you did, whatever format you listen to podcasts on, where you can find the Life Radio Show. There you go. You're smart about it. And uh, how long? Is it, how much is it going to cost me to get you to do my website? I still have been laxing on it. <laughs> oh, I, I I tell you what, I, I've been I've had this website up for about four years now. I have not updated it in three. <laughs> this is a three-year update. <laughs> and surrender. Well, I, I, looked my, I looked at my website and it's like, oh, I've been have the Life Radio Show has been a podcast for almost a year now. <laughs> nope, that's all wrong. <laughs> yeah, every now and then, every three years, you got to update your website, whether you need to or not. The more you know. <laughs> and Serenity, where can they find you? <laughs> Oh, man, please don't. Um, <laughs> if you really want to, you'll know how. You go. Only fans. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, guys, if you enjoyed this episode in any capacity, hit that thumbs up button, like, share, comment, subscribe, check out all the other podcasts on YouTube. And, of course, if you prefer your podcasts and format, just check out Realm Limits Entertainment on Anchor.fm, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, or Wherever quality podcasts can be heard. And of course, guys, you can find us on all the social medias. Just look for Bro 
Office Entertainment. Until then, guys, we will catch you on the next Breaking the Fourth Wall Weekly. Have a good week. Be safe, and we'll see you soon.